As a skin health professional, beauty and aging are the centerpiece of my research. And one thing is clear, if we want to age well, we had better keep up with our NAD levels. NAD is actually something I personally take every single day to give my cells the energy that they need to operate. And our skin also has cells in them too. NAD is a molecule in the human body that is vital to aging well and remaining youthful in so many ways. NAD creates energy, maintains healthy DNA, detects and uses nutrients efficiently, and even protects our cellular health. Unfortunately, from age 30 to 70, NAD levels decline up to 65%. Simply put, when NAD levels decline, aging accelerates. That's why if you care about slowing aging, you need to get Qualia NAD. Qualia NAD is a clinically tested supplement that can boost your NAD levels up to 50%. It's vegan, non-GMO, with three key naturally derived ingredients called NAD precursors that your body can readily convert into NAD. And 11 additional ingredients that support your body's NAD production. Qualia NAD is the easiest way to support your NAD levels deep into life, so you can stop losing one of the most vital molecules in your body now for remaining youthful and in your prime. So if you're over age 30, help stop your declining NAD levels with Qualia NAD risk-free for up to 100 days at neurohacker.com forward slash radiance and use code radiance for an additional 15% off. That's Qualia NAD at neurohacker.com forward slash radiance with code radiance to age incredibly well from the inside and out. Enjoy today's episode right here on the School of Radiance podcast. Hello everyone and welcome to this episode here on the Rachel Varga podcast. If you are a new listener, warm welcome. My name is Rachel Varga. I'm a board certified aesthetic nurse specialist well, what does that mean? I help people learn how to age impossibly well, uh, blending the holistic science of beauty with the best research-backed options available today. But really what I found to be most important are some of the age-old holistic practices of being healthy from within body, mind, spirit, energy. So that is what we are going to dive into today on the show. We are taking live questions. So if you are watching this live on the Rachel Varga official Facebook page, Summer Skin Camp is also being live streamed there and also on the Rachel Varga YouTube channel. If you haven't already subscribed, please go ahead and subscribe to the podcast and YouTube channel, leave a comment. I'm answering live questions here and leave a review. I would love for you to share what you enjoy learning about and maybe some content for future episodes. I love hearing from you. So today's guest, we have Petia Kolibova joining us today. And she is a women's transformation coach who helps women who have been pushed down and been playing it small due to toxic relationships or unhealed childhood trauma to create a life that is true to them and their sole purpose. Her mission is to help women who are on the path to healing from past wounds move through their limiting beliefs and internal blocks so they can finally do what they want to do, what feels good to them, serve other women in the process, and how to do you know, powerful work online. Teddy pairs feminine flow with strategic planning to give entrepreneurs immense clarity and exact steps to transform from side hustler to CEO. If she is not interviewing on her podcast called Unapologetically Abundant, working out or reading, you will find her in nature, disconnecting from the world, 
and connecting to herself. We are one of the same, and I love your bio, and thank you so much for joining us today, Petya. It's a pleasure having you here. Thank you so much for having you, and I just love your background. It's so beautiful, like you and me and nature. It's so suiting. Mm -hmm. We are really in a time where we're living not really how we were, quote unquote, designed or created to live. So I love how you emphasize getting into nature. It's really, really key. I just finished going up the mountain by my house, going to the top, taking in the view, getting back home, taking my shoes off, doing some stretching because my hips have been really tight from sitting too much and, and getting in that grounding. So yeah, I really am grateful for the work that you are doing as well on your podcast, Unapologetically Abundant. And you're an expert in lots of different things. And today we're going to focus on manifestation, personal development, toxic relationships, worthiness, law of attraction, self-help, self-love, and basically give you guys some tips and tricks with what we do in our personal routines to stay grounded, balanced, centered, and aligned in what you are doing from the comfort of your own home as well. So Petia, how can we begin to get to know ourselves and our personal values? But most importantly, what are we here to do? What is our purpose? What is our mission? Hmm, such a beautiful question. And like you said, right now we are living really in extraordinary times. Like so many people, they plan their year ahead and then everything crumbled just at the beginning of the year. And we started to see that we have to be changing with the times that are changing. And suddenly we had more time to sit down with ourselves and to think and to connect to ourselves and to others in completely different ways that we were really used to. And I feel that so many more people are now coming into who they truly are when they don't feel they have to be everything for everyone or when they're in just this hamster wheel of just going through the motions. You wake up, you brush your teeth, you run to the work, you come, you're exhausted, you mention the things that you shouldn't be probably eating and you go sleep and it goes on and on and on. But now with the space and time that we had for ourselves, many of us took it to really reevaluate our life and really get to know who we truly are and what we stand for. Because once you experience something different, like working for yourself or working from home, or I, I mentioned to you, I live in Las Vegas, never before, and I'm here 11 years, I saw so many families walking around just like going for a family walks. It's like if you're walking, you're weird because you most probably don't have car, right? It's not like back in Europe when we used to walk, walk everywhere. So I feel that this time when you use it properly to your advantage, you really got to know yourself and what do you really stand for so you don't have to be doing things that are really not aligned with you. So I truly believe that no matter where you are, if you're working for or with someone or you have your own business, you get to know what are your core values. If you don't mm -hmm. know what you stand for, what are your core values, then you will be just reacting to the world, to what is expected from you. And it goes back to like premature aging because you are not aligned with who you really are. You're not living to your truth 
And then it shows because you're stressed, you're overwhelmed, you don't sleep well, you don't take care of yourself because you're taking care of everybody else. And then you are feeling just like a waste of space because it's just really going through the motions. It's not your truth. So I truly believe that going back to the basics and asking yourself, what are your core values? It's one of the most important things that we can do, not only for ourselves, but also for those around us. Mm -hmm. We just had a question come in from Taylor. I'm going to read out the question here for you listening here on the podcast. I'm an esthetician and work in a spa and love it, but I grew up in a chaotic and toxic environment and still experience narcissistic abuse from family. And I want to stop having negative thoughts or replaying the horrors that I've experienced. And I'm sure listening that so many other listeners here, and by the way, I'm so grateful for each and every one of you for your kind words, saying hello on Instagram, sending me a DM at Rachel Varga official and email info at rachelvarga.ca. I love hearing from you all. And so what would be your, what would be your advice, Pedia, to Taylor in this situation so she can kind of stop replaying maybe other people's realities that's being pushed on her and the environment she's in? Yeah, such a such a beautiful question. Thank you so much, Taylor, for asking. And you're not the only one who is feeling like this, you know, and I'm um, right now I'm happily divorced. I was married to narcissists, so been there, done that. And my stepfather was narcissist too. So the thing is that until you step your foot down and really, and, and it really goes into these core values, seeing yourself as worthy and as deserving. And very often this is uncomfortable, but going back into healing your past wounds. When did it really started? When did you start to believe that you deserve this? Because in life, we don't get what we want. We really get what we settle on because one same person is not going to treat everybody else the same way. And this is not to say this is your fault, not at all. What I'm saying is going to the past and looking where you can start the healing, really looking at the root causes. I do also inner child healing meditation for anyone who wants. I can send it to you, Rachel. You can give it to them or they can contact me and I can just give it to them because I truly find out that very often we are here, we know we want to be here and we are trying to jump, you know, we are trying to overcome the gap and we don't want to look back because back there it's, it's pain, it's hurt, it's limiting beliefs, but I compare it to like an old house. You know how our old houses in the, in the movies, like everybody, it's like, oh, this is creepy house. I'm so scared to go in it. But that old house contains things that you need to move forward in your life. So imagine if you go to this old room and you know that there are going to be things that you need to see and really uncover so you can move forward in your life and let go of the things and relationships that are not serving you anymore. The first time you enter to this house, it's very scary. You're breathless, like, you know, like you're sweating, you're feeling scared for your life. And that's how it might seem when we're going back to our past, really shedding the light on those times. But if you go out the house and you're like, oh my gosh, I survived, you probably run away because you don't want to be in that environment and that fear anymore. 
but now you know i have seen it i have experienced it and i survived i'm okay so next time if you need to go back it's not going to be so traumatic so what i would say for taylor um keep listening i will share an exercise for the core values to know um what do you do stand for and how to clear out your environment in your life that would be the first step but the second step really look into working on your inner child healing and embracing and very often it also means reparenting yourself because we know that our parents did the best they could and they did everything we needed on our journey to be where we are and who we are yet there are still pains when we think we are not you know good enough or smart enough or we have a fears that we keep carrying around. So looking into inner child healing work, it's really soothing. You can find meditations, you can find courses. But I think that unless we heal the past and look at it, we won't be able to move forward into better relationship and attracting better opportunities and people. Mm, I love that. So I basically want to paraphrase what you said. We need to clear ourselves, we need to clear our environment, and we need to clear our inner child through healing through things that have occurred in the past. And I'll hear this a lot from women and you know, myself included. When we're living our lives, we are living our reality, and then other people have their own opinions of how we should be living our lives to suit their reality. But also the lens that they see our reality is through their reality. And it's really important for us to really be strong in the work that we're doing, the purpose that we're here for, the mission that we're here for, and to avoid getting distracted through different world events. It's good to be aware and and all of that. But 100%, I do clearing multiple times a day. First thing, I wake up, I ground myself, I clear my body and energy field and if you guys need some tips for doing that, it sounds like you have a great exercise exercise for us. And I'm always curious as to what people's routines and rituals are around this because it's so different for everybody. Mm-hmm. I just find it fascinating. So, Padia, how do you clear yourself and your surroundings daily? So um, with the clearing the, um, you know, my surroundings and my environment, um, it always starts with my morning routine. That is my non-negotiable. It's I'm flexible with how exactly it's going to look like, but my morning routine, it's what sets me up to be in ease and really feeling spacious. For me, it's very important not to rush and feel spacious because I used to be working in a corporate and I was like waking up at 5 a.m., run to the workout, run to the work, all day feeling in rush. And when we're feeling in rush, it's it's never good, not for our bodies, not for our soul. So my morning routine, it's I wake up and I think about what I'm grateful for. That's like the most basic thing that you can truly do, thinking about what you're grateful for. And sometimes it's as easy as thinking about, I love my bed. I love my pillow. I'm so happy that I'm waking up every day by the side of love of my life. I love hearing my dog snoring. It's just the little things in your surroundings that make you feel good about where you are and who you are. And then I think about what am I excited for today? 
because it's so easy to wake up and get right away overwhelmed with the things that you get to be doing. But instead, I'm thinking about what is the one thing I'm really excited for? Maybe it's a night walk with my love and our dog. Maybe it's making myself my favorite hot drink. Or maybe it's getting massage. Maybe it's just turning off the business at 6 p.m., go to the bed and just read something that I will be excited for. And then I also ask myself, what is the one thing I will do for myself today? Again, it's so easy to go and try to serve or save the world, right? We want to be here impacting other people's lives. Yet we all know it. You cannot pour from the empty cup. So I ask myself, what is the one thing I will do for me, just for me, that will make me feel happy and present? So when I wake up, those things go through my mind and then I do stretching, I do meditation, I read books, I journal, I do my money affirmations and my morning routine can go anywhere from 30 minutes to two hours. And sometimes I just bring my computer to the bed, cover my dog under the cover and work for a couple hours from bed. But after my morning routine, I feel that when we do this, we create a space and we are feeling more aligned with who we really are. It's about us and why we came here instead of waking up, grabbing your phone, answering the emails, running around and coming until the end of the day and feeling unfulfilled, no matter how busy you were. So that's my morning routine and really clearing up the space. And I do Palo Santo every morning. I do sage in my office. I have crystals everywhere. I have beautiful essential candles. Oh my goodness, girl. Like I have a stones everywhere. <laughs> I hold the selenite in every interview. Wow. I love the selenite. It's right now by my bed. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't know. My best friend, Lena, she uh, got me this and mm -hmm. I just like to hold it. It feels really nice. I will confess that I fell into a beautiful morning routine during quarantine. I would wake up when I wanted to. I'd draw myself a nice bath with my lovely bath oil, with essential oils. I'd throw on my red light therapy. I'd have my coffee in the bath. The light would be streaming in through the window. I was living large. I was like, this is the best thing ever. I have time to have some time to myself in the morning. And then what I'm noticing is I'm slipping out of that. Mm. And I don't know why. I think it's just, I think that lockdown gave us an opportunity to rewrite the script mm -hmm. for our routines. But now it's, I find I'm like stumbling again. Mm. So I just have to make that extra effort. And I'll just add how I keep my cup you know, how I empty it and also how I fill it. And it is just like through you, it's through nature, except what I have to do is a little bit more on the extreme end because I've really found that I'm very sensitive to things like EMF. No joke, I'll have my aura ring on airplane mode. I'll have my cell phone on airplane mode for pretty well most of the day. I have to put my feet on the ground every single day. But once a week, this has been very powerful for me. It's actually get out of like any interactions with humans. I don't want to hear cars. I don't want to hear people, anything, dogs barking, unless they're your own furry, furry loved ones, of course. But I literally have to go like three outer hours out of cell reception. I've had bear encounters. I've had cougar encounters, but this is what I have to do. You might not have to do that, 
but it kind of depends um, your level of sensitivity. I think I'm just super sensitive. No, I do something very similar. And because I run my business online, I I cannot be on airplane mode. I'm on do not disturb mode all day. I'm very intentional about when I'm doing what I'm doing. But Saturday, it's, I love that. Um, Saturday, it's my digital detox. There is no phone. There is no technology. We grab our doggy and we go to the nature. And that's our day. It's like a family day. You know, it's it's family day and it's recharging. And we love going to different places like mountains, river, lakes, you know, living in the middle of a desert, it's a little bit more challenging than for you because you have it like right behind you. And I absolutely love it. Yes. So beautiful. But um, I think it's very important to disconnect. And that's why that's also part of my bio. I find myself burned out when I don't disconnect. And very often women who come to me, they're very hardworking, they're hustling, they're here to really help other people, but they put themselves on the back burner. And then they're very exhausted and unfulfilled. And that's the thing. They don't know how to disconnect and connect to themselves. So it's very important to create the routines that make you feel happy to be alive because if not then why you're here yep okay <laughs> i love it I, I love your uh what you're sharing here so i'm just going to sum this up find a routine in nature incorporate nature into your routine for me i have to go up the mountain every single day i gotta move otherwise my hips get super tight oh, not not so fun stuff walking your dog reducing your emf exposure as best you can and one thing that I like to add to the mix is both cold water and salt water plunging. Salt water is very clearing for our body and our energy fields. You can see this through aura photography. And I just really love that, you know, slight stressor on the body with cold and, and heat therapy. There's definitely some um, some information out there to support that. I just love that, like immersing myself in in cold salt water or just cold fresh water. They both have different benefits. Do you, I know you're in a desert, but do you incorporate that in some way? It's so beautiful because my boyfriend, he does every single day, no matter where we are, five minutes cold shower every day. Yeah. And I just love, for me, water, it's relaxing. For me, water, it's my me time. For me, that's a cleansing. For me, I sit in the shower, let the shower go. So I, d I don't do cold. I used to live in Czech Republic and there is a lot of cold. So I don't like cold. I'm avoiding that. But to really cleanse my body, what we do every single day, it's a celery juice. We follow both medical medium. I love Anthony Williams. He literally saved life of my grandma. She was doing really bad. She was in hospital. She's my best friend. So I call her every single day, twice a day, morning, night. She's my angel and she was doing really bad. And then I started to do celery juice that he recommends on empty stomach in the morning. I am doing right now 32 ounces a day, but I work my way up to. She's doing maybe eight ounces a day, but still within two weeks her like blood sugar went really down, which is great because she had it elevated. She was tired. She couldn't go anywhere. She had a vertical. Doctors didn't know what to do with her. Within two weeks, she's like going to the city, running her errands, cleaning the house. She was like potting her flowers. I was like, 
What? So for me, I I'm true believer in, you know, um, natural organic foods, celery juice. So I don't do cold shower, but I do different things. <laughs> I love it. And we just had another comment come through here. The desert is beautiful too, although I'm in New Jersey and with the trees like Rachel, but would like to get my toes in desert sand one day. It doesn't really matter what type of ground you're on, whether it's dirt, whether it's rocks, whether it's water, just make sure that you're contacting, um, you know, some of the different nature elements, whether it's trees, rocks, soil, water, all of those can just, just be helpful to facilitate that, um, that buildup of protons in our body. And when we get an accumulation of ions in our body, it can kind of make things behave on a physiological level a little bit more haywire. So we want to always be working to bring our body to balance and equilibrium. And every little thing that we do uh, can be helpful. So that's why I'm always so fascinated to learn about others' routines here. And we also do like every night, like after, um, you know, after we are done working, because me and my boyfriend, we work, work from computer and from home. So a lot of technology, but every night we go for a walk and we, you know, barefoot in a, in a, in a grass in the park. So, or just like stargazing, like really reconnecting. And I have hummingbird feeders all around my house. So it's really bringing in the nature back to our lives. I love it. All right, so now let's get into something that's, you know, very 21st century here with social media and all this stuff. How can we let go of comparing ourselves to others? And obviously, if you don't know this, you should know this, that everyone posts their highlight reel. So how can we escape from comparing ourselves to others? What's your tips on that? Yeah, that's such a great question. And I feel that it comes up now more than ever because people in quarantine were on their phones or computers all day trying to pass time, right? So um, even more like highlights and craving the travels and, oh, wouldn't it be nice if I could also do that? But like you mentioned, first of all, it's really a highlight. And I remember I used to do that too. When I started my, you know, Instagram many years ago, I started and it was a life that I wish I lived. You know, the nice restaurants, the nice travels, putting just the highlights there. But what I love reminding people is that you are perfectly made for your purpose. Everything you have, everything you are, it's perfect for you. So when you're looking at other people's lives, it's it can be seen from two ways. It can be, I'm not good enough and seeing that as comparing, or you can look at it and say, wow, this really resonates, this really inspires me. Wouldn't it be nice? Wouldn't it be nice if I could have such a beautiful family? Wouldn't it be nice if I can travel the world? Because you can. If you see it in others, it's because it's possible for you. So instead of looking at other people's and comparing yourself, would I say turn it around and create a Pinterest board or Instagram collections? That's what I did. I remember like, Five, four years ago, when I was still not in, you know, loving, loyal relationship, um, I was going online and it was just like almost like hurting in my body, looking at these happy couples, you know, and then I'm like, you know what, this is something that I desire. So I created a Pinterest board and I saved those pictures and I'm like, this is going to be so amazing when I do this. 
And now I'm living it. Almost three years, I'm with love of my life. And the longer we are together, the more beautiful this relationship is. And if I would stay in my bitterness, if I would stay in that comparing, if I would be, you know, this low vibration, I wouldn't be able to attract him. But I turn that comparing into excitement and ask myself, wow, isn't this going to be nice when I do these things too? So that's one way how you can really overcome it. When you're noticing it, when you're seeing it, let it inspire you and ask yourself, is this something that I truly want or do I want it because I think that that fits the definition of the success, right? Mm-hmm. So um, looking at it and asking, do I really want these exclusive bags and exclusive travels? And if yes, please go for it. Please let it inspire you. But if you think that's what the success should look like, just because you heard it or you think that, think again and create your own definition of success. Yeah, I think that's fantastic. I don't know if you've had, uh, you know, listening, had a chance to check out my Instagram at Rachel Varga official. You'll see lots of photos of me in nature, lots of trees, animals. That's really kind of my jam. But of course, I love to, you know, throw on my my dresses and go out with my girlfriends or my husband and have a nice dinner. But I don't know. I prefer to actually be around fewer people. <laughs> I, you know, it's just like really knowing yourself and knowing your preferences, like really knowing what suits you. And I'm the same way. Like my boyfriend, it's extroverted. I'm introverted, extrovert. I'm really high vibe around like my people. But if you put me in like unknown environment, I'm like distancing myself, going far away. But I think it's really beautiful how you know what works for you. Mm-hmm. And it, it is kind of trial and error. And I just encourage you guys to play around with different routines, listening to the different routines of the guests that I have here on the Rachel Varga podcast, and just kind of pick and choose what you like. So for me, I start the day off with a prayer to clear, you know, my physical and energy body. I also do a bit of a prayer to ground. And so what are your, I know I kind of asked you a little bit, but I want to get a little bit deeper into this with you, Petia, for how you sort of ask or call in or uh, what type of prayer you do for your clearing and grounding. Yeah, that's beautiful. And, you know, for me in the morning, um, we do prayer together, like with my boyfriend. And it's more of so like setting an intention for the day and letting God or our higher self to really guide us and to really be connected and to be really aligned with who we really are and serving a bigger purpose than just us getting, you know, getting out to the world and it's all about us. And we do also prayer over every food. And I love that. I love that because every time it's different, every time it's filled with gratitude. And that's something that really helps me be present as holding hands. And we started to do even when we're leaving the house, you know, we're sitting in a car, we hold our hands and we say, what is our intention? Because it really helps us not only to say prayer, but also be intentional in our life, what we are doing, what moment in life we are heading into and really be present because we can find ourselves being here and doing 10 things in our head, right? So being intentional and being really present really helps me and and really helps me to stay grounded because it brings me back. It brings me into the here 
instead of running 10,000 miles an hour and doing 10 different things. Mm -hmm. I think that was very interesting what you brought up about how you and your partner do these clearing and grounding techniques together. And I would assume that in your previous relationship, that wasn't the case. So if you're listening and you're kind of, you know, on either side or the other of that, uh, it is uncommon for two people in a relationship to evolve and grow at the same rate. It's usually at different times and that's okay, right? We're all wonderfully and beautifully made. And it's just so beautiful how you and your partner are bringing that together. So was it always like that in your new relationship? In, in my new relationship, yes. I personally, he and me, we manifested, attracted each other. I believe in love of attraction. I was very intentional because through my past relationship, I saw a lot of contrast, you know, being lied to, cheated, being abused. So, um, I knew what I didn't want it anymore. And I knew that I would rather be alone than settling on something less than. That was then the moment when I started to call in the partner that I wanted. And I was getting more specific. I was using journaling techniques, you know, and again, vision board. I love vision boards. I'm a visual person. I like seeing things. But I was journaling every day. I'm so happy and grateful now. And I fill it in with what came up for me and I just let it flow. No judgment, just like what came up. I'm so happy and grateful now that I'm loving and loyal relationship. I'm so happy and grateful now that I'm with partner who is family oriented, health oriented, entrepreneurial, all these things. And I was journaling like that for a couple of the months. And then I'm like, oh my gosh, am I like too greedy? Do I want too many things from one person? And um, that day when I was asking myself and kind of doubting, I opened up Facebook and there was a fellow coach here in Las Vegas and she was sharing picture with her husband here at Red Rocks. So I, you know, nature, it just draws my attention. Otherwise, I don't even look at, you know, Facebook feed. But she was saying, don't settle. If I would have settled, I would never meet my husband. And they're very happy now together. It's her second marriage. So I took it as a sign from the universe. And then two weeks later, I met Chris. So for me, I was very intentional. And it goes back again, knowing who you are. What are your core values? What do you stand for? I knew that my partner has to align with my core values. Mm -hmm. So now I believe that if we think it's hard to find somebody who is going to resonate, then it's going to be hard. But if we believe that we can attract partner, and even if you're in relationship, you can always change your relationship, renegotiate the, you know, the flow, the rules, like when you're changing and growing, your partner can join you and you can make it in a fun, you know, fulfilling way. So that's what I believe. Mm, that's beautiful. So I just wanted to ask another question here. One of my male clients and listeners, Alan, uh, he actually prompted me to really inquire with others that, and this is on the topic of comparing ourselves with others. A lot of times you're listening to a podcast or an interview and the person being interviewed and vice versa is, oh, life is perfect. This is what I do, blah, 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 blah. I have this perfect relationship. But he said to me, he's like, I really wish that more people would have interviews talking about what it was like when they hit rock bottom 
And we're talking about hitting rock bottom in, in your 30s, in your 40s, going through a really difficult time like that. But a lot of people aren't really willing to sort of open up. So I'd like to ask you, Patty, you can share as much detail as you want, but when you have experienced a major life setback a little bit later in life, what were some of your best tips for overcoming that? Hmm, That's a great question. And um, I feel that the more open we are and more we share, we allow other people to share too and really be more relatable. And I feel like my first rock bottom was when I was 18, um, when I attempted for suicide. But later on in life, I was in my 30s and I was feeling the same defeat, the same darkness. Like, why am I even here? It really doesn't matter. Like, I'm just, you know, like waste of space here. So what really helped me was... Um, I know it will sound um, funny, but like really brainwashing myself because my inner critic was so loud. I'm not good enough. I'm stupid, you know, and I shouldn't be even here because I was an accident in my mom's life. She was dating my dad for two years. Then first time encounter with him in intimacy, she got pregnant. So I was unplanned. So the story that I've created in my life that I don't matter. I'm an accident. I shouldn't be here. So when we believe the old stories that we created when we were little, we will relive them in the now and we will get the evidence on of it because we believe in it. We are focusing on it, even if it's just a subconscious. So I needed to really quiet my mind. So what really helped me, huge help for me was Eloise Hay. Her meditations, yes. her affirmations. I binge on her books. And then so many of her teachers, like Gabby Bernstein, Dr. Wayne Dyer. Dr. Wayne Dyer, he opened up a complete new world for me. And I started to silencing that inner critic. And I really started to refocus on the flow of my life and my body in a different way. Because up until then, I was also struggling with, you know, eating disorder and really not feeling worthy and deserving of happiness. I look at other people, I'm like, well, must be nice, right? But I didn't thought it's possible for me. So I had to start rewriting those beliefs because if not, I would be still living in the darkness. And I don't even know if I would be still living. I didn't want it to. I really didn't want to be here if this is it for the life. So reading people who or listening to people who are living life that I would trade my places with. Louise Hay, she lived until her 90s and she was such a radiant sunshine for so many people and she gave so much hope and she also showed me how one person can impact so many people. And Maya Angelou. Oh, yeah. I love her, too. Oh, my mm. goodness. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> there are so many beautiful teachers, and we are so blessed that it's so easy that we don't have to go to the library and reading hundreds of books. We can listen to them nowadays. We can watch them. You know, it's, it's so easy the times that we live in and having so many beautiful teachers. So... For me, what really helped me was the first thing was really reprogramming my mind and then also adding an regular exercise in my life. And when I was able to shift from I want to be thin, I want to be small. So I am 
like worthy of being loved and protected into I want to be radiant. I want to be healthy. I want to have energy. I want to be vibrant. When I shifted that, everything in my life shifted because the priorities really change. When you can tap into the self-love, like really loving yourself for who you are now with your light, with your shadows, with your mistakes, with your achievements, all of it, then your life will reflect it on the outside too. Mm -hmm. I love it. I love what you just said about living in a way that's more radiant. And then I'll also add a few little things onto that a more healthier life, living a purpose driven life. Um, you know, the way my body is, I don't really care what my weight is. What I care about is how I feel, uh, you know, the type of sleep that I'm getting that I'm, you know, using things like the aura ring to help me track and I'm also taking Dave Asprey's sleep challenge. So daveasprey.com forward slash sleep challenge. That has changed my life. Really taking a look at the quality of my sleep, setting up my morning and nighttime routines to have an impact on that. When you are healthy, you are going to become your, more, your most radiant version of yourselves. So one thing about radiance is that you won't get there until you do the work. You gotta do the work. You gotta do the inner work, the body, mind, spirit, energy. When you have those pieces of the puzzle in play, that's when radiance can shine. And the best thing about this is this, this is the free stuff, but this is typically what I see men and women have when they have reached 60. They, they're in their 60s, 70s, 80s, and 90s. They never had a rejuvenation procedure. They meet with me for the first time. They say, Rachel, how do I get rid of these brown spots, these fine lines, wrinkles? How do we just, you know, prevent skin cancers and precancerous lesions? And I'm just looking at them. And I'm like, wow, you are a knockout. You have something going on. And yeah, I just, I really love observing this with people and looking at you, Petia, you have that. You have that inner radiance. You've done the inner work. You've experienced the life setbacks that, you know, pretty well all of us have, Right. And it just is a matter of if you can cultivate the resilience to push through that and through those practices of being, being more resilient, they're generally going to be also layers of living that will just help you be a, a healthier individual. It's kind of funny how those all interplay. It's like what makes you stronger, makes you more radiant, makes you feel more empowered, and also leads you um, more to the path of your purpose-driven life. I had JJ Virgin on the show. She's a health and wellness icon. She uh, basically started the health and fitness industry online for trainers. A wonderful woman. And she said to me in an interview, I hate it when people say, be authentic. It's like, no, and I totally agree with her on this. You won't, you can't really just like say, oh, I'm being authentic or that person's inauthentic. I will kind of put a lens on that, that if you are leading your healthiest life that is in alignment with your purpose, you're going to be your most truest self. And what you said earlier, this is just a beautiful tie and you are perfectly made for your purpose. You're perfect just the way that you are. And it's up to us to really take care of ourselves. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I love that, you know, we got to, find a way what suits us what really is good for us you know like really connecting with your body and start listening to it start moving it in a loving way because like you said 
the inner radiance will show on the outside. And even if people cannot like pinpoint it, they will be magnetized to you. They will be attracted to you. That's what started to happen in my business a couple of years ago when I started to take care of myself from a different way. Like I said, how can I be more radiant? How can I love myself? How can I really live aligned with my purpose and my values? My soulmate clients started to come to me because they were attracted to me. And that's the inner radiance that will show in all of the aspects of your life. Mm -hmm. And even just being able to create this podcast, the Rachel Varga podcast, the connections that I've made with men and women and in between all over the world has been so powerful. And, you know, even having the opportunity to connect with you today has been really lovely. And I love it when I just, you know, you start talking with someone, you see someone, you kind of pick up on their their energy and it just like, it makes you feel good. And so when you find people that make you feel that way, you need to like keep hanging out with them. And then the people that don't make you feel that way and almost like distract you or pull you off of your purpose, then you need to reevaluate those connections and friendships. And what we've gone through during this time has almost really highlighted that. Have you observed that as well in some of your relationships that you've had to almost like trim the fat a little bit? Absolutely, absolutely. Because the thing is that, um, and I think Lisa Nichols wrote it in her book, Abundance Now, you know, when she was talking about some people come for seasons, some for reasons, some for a lifetime. And sometimes we get so stuck on like, childhood friendships or your past relationships like I don't want to be mean I don't want to hurt anyone but you really get to accept your journey and how you're ascending and changing and some people come just for um, you know for a part of your life to show you something to support you in something or you supporting them but they're not meant to be there and if you don't let go of toxic things, whether it's food or people or emotions, if you don't let those go, it's going to weigh you down and you will never be able to really live a life that is true to you because it's bringing you down and it will show on how you feel, how you look. Yeah. And I'll just be totally honest with you. I've experienced just this. One of my good friends for the last couple of years, it's it wasn't happening anymore. And it was heartbreaking and a little bit of a trauma for me, to be completely honest. So when you are living your life and you realize that maybe one or more of your relationships, they aren't in alignment with who you are, all of that anymore, what are some of the coping mechanisms? I'm getting some personal coaching here. What are some ways that we can you know, really work through that and not be brought back to that trauma of, you know, losing a friend or relationship. Yeah, it's, um, and I'm sorry for your loss, you know, because it's really hurtful when we have somebody who we loved and then there is the disconnect. It feels like part of us goes missing with that person, right? And I think that there are a couple of things that you can do. First would be just reevaluate the relationship. Really like renegotiate the terms. I used to have a friend and I feel like we outgrown. I'm more boo-boo manifestation. She just became mom. I don't have babies, you know? So there was so much distance, but I was trying to just like, not nice thing, but kind of not avoid her, but I wasn't meeting her as often. I'm like, this doesn't feel right. So I sat down with her and I share with her how I feel. That's the first step. 
if you don't want to completely let go i share with her how i felt and we look at the things what is that we have still in common do we want to make this relationship work and we uh we still stayed friends it's just a little bit different than what it was when we met nine years ago but if you have people in your life that don't feel good anymore it weighs you down what i would really suggest is um I love journaling and bringing everything to the paper. So I would write down, it's it's almost like, um, like a forgiveness letter, but it's with, I have like this forgiveness framework that I used for my mom when I was healing our relationship. You can use it for past relationship or your friendships. When you write them a letter and at the top, you write down everything you're grateful for them. What did they teach you? What do you appreciate about them? What is good about that relationship? What did it give you? So we start with appreciation. Instead of starting with a blame or guilt or the pain we are feeling, we start with appreciation. And what did it give us? What did it taught us? Why was it good? Why was it a good thing in our life? And the next thing we move into is writing down why they're not the one. Whether it's, you know, like you're not my um, ideal best friend because my ideal best friend loves being in nature, doesn't gossip. She loves being present. She loves doing yoga with me. She is very family oriented, like these things. So it's like, thank you very much. This is what I'm moving into. So instead of sitting in that pain and feeling that loss, you're replacing with the hope and with a clarity. And that clarity gives you immense confidence because now you're celebrating for what beautiful relationship it was. And you're already, and, and it doesn't have to like, hey, you're gone, I'm replacing you. It's not that. It's truly about just giving yourself a hope and giving yourself the possibilities and clarity what is possible in your life? What was missing in that relationship that you would really love? Mm-hmm. And I think the heartbreaking thing about this, and I'm sure that some of you listening have probably experienced this, is that I really love doing all those things with that person. But what happened was the world went through a huge change. There was division on so many different levels, right? Whether it's the pandemic or social justice issues. And I feel like there's an element of what's happened in the world that has created a division between a lot of people. And it's really sad because I saw that. And I saw that that's exactly what was going on here. And it's just it's just something that, you know, I'm, I'm definitely going to do your journaling and work through that. And hopefully that can be, you know, repaired in the future. I, re- I really hope so. But sometimes as, as you know, we move through life, what you said, some friendships and, and loving relationships are for seasons and some are for lifetimes. And I think that that's very, very valuable. So hopefully that wasn't a little too much information on from my side of things. But, I, you know, my husband even experienced this as well. And, and I'm sure so many others have. Yeah, we, we definitely did, you know, sooner or later in our lifetime, there will be people that we disconnect. And what you describe, I felt the disconnect with, you know, also with one of my clients with everything that changed, she changed and there was not alignment anymore, you know, so when when world is changing, some people go where the world changes instead of staying who they like are, you know, centered. 
Mm -hmm. So just be aware of that when there are big shifts in the planet and, you know, even beyond we're part of the solar system, we're part of the universe. When stuff happens, it can affect us physiologically and then in all sorts of uh, interesting ways. So if you're kind of navigating through life and you're like, okay, things are feeling a bit strange, you need to just basically develop ways that can help you be stronger and be more empowered and adapt. We are in a time of massive transformation, massive ascension, massive changes in vibration with you know people, places, and things. Every, everything is changing around us. Life as we know it will not be normal again. There is no way it's going to be back to that. This is going to be a different time. And it's pretty incredible to you know be on the witnessing end and just meeting with people like yourself that are on a mission to share some really empowering and healing messages. So I'm so grateful for the work that you do, Petia. And do you have any closing words for our conversation here today? You know, I, I would like to circle it really back into, um, you know, that mantra that I share, the quote, you know, you're perfectly made for your purpose, because I feel that so often we are trying to fit in the boxes that are too small for us, you know, instead of living our truth. And when you realize that the way you look, the way you express yourself, your accent, you know, the, the way you speak and the way you think, it's all true to you and you are this way for a purpose. And I'm not saying like stay where you are and don't desire to grow and evolve. That's that's part of our nature. If we're not evolving, we're dying. Look at nature, right? There is nothing stagnant. So I'm all for changes and bettering ourselves. But coming from a place like I am the way I am and that is my purpose, being uniquely and unapologetically you. Oh, that's so beautiful. And uh, we just had a comment come in. Thank you for sharing. This helped me today. And navigating the shift is different every day, but I'm here and trying. May you please send me the link for your ring, Rachel, when you get a moment. Yes. Taylor, go ahead and send me an email, info at rachelvarga.ca. And I would love to give you some additional information that I think could help you. So Petia, where can, where can people find you? Tell us how people can work with you, where they can hang out with you. And um, I love hanging out with people on Instagram. That's where I'm every day besides Saturday. That is my digital detox. And it's just my name, Petia Kolibova. That's my favorite place. I show up on a story so you can connect with me and send me a DM there or just check out my website, petiakolibova.com. Um, you can always email me through there too. And if there is any questions that you have, please just feel free to reach out to me. I would love to support you. Mm -hmm. And you have a podcast. Tell us briefly about your podcast. Yes. Um, I have so many things, right? <laughs> I have a podcast, Unapologetically Abundant. And uh, it's really geared to show you how to live abundant life by being yourself unapologetically. I love it. Welcome, everybody. And, you know, if you tuned in a little bit later, this is a, just a particularly lovely episode. We got a little bit raw. We got a little bit real with everybody here. And I'm just so grateful for women like yourself, Petia, being strong and helping others during during these times. You know, life is always going to have challenges, but we are in a particularly special time. We'll just say that. 
And I'm so grateful for each and every one of you watching live through Rachel Varga official Facebook group, uh, Summer Skin Camp, and also on the Rachel Varga YouTube channel, and also listening on the Rachel Varga podcast. Be sure to subscribe. Let me know what you enjoyed about this episode. You can send me a direct email. Again, info at rachelvarga.ca. You can learn all things about how I can help you age impossibly well from the inside and out. And virtual one-hour skin and rejuvenation consultations are still available with me online, no matter where you are in the world, at rachelvarga.ca. I'll spend an hour with you basically going through your skin goals, talking about different lifestyle modifications you can make to, you know, improve your internal environment and also come up with a great skincare routine for you talk about at-home options like dermal rolling red light therapy and also what you could potentially do in the clinic skin and laser rejuvenation all sorts of wonderful things and then help you find providers in your area it's a very special service and i've been doing this online for a number of years now everyone thought i was a bit nuts why are you doing online work online consultations and now look this is the way of the future <laughs> And I'm so grateful for each and every one of you tuning in. I love hearing from you. Send me a direct message on Instagram at Rachel Varga official. And I just want to bless each and every one of you who are listening. Petia, thank you so much for being on the show today. And I look forward to collaborating again in the future. Have a great rest of your day, everybody. Bye.